and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am a humble shepherd, merely helping the lost souls to find their way. A mere mortal man, enjoying this fleshy meat suit that I have been shoved within. And somebody at the end of the day who just wants to let you know in a world that seems so vast, it's really not as deep as you think. And on today, I have a special and a very honored thing to do with you before we get into today's subject. I would like to start with the daily upchecks and uptickings and progress reports for my current fast I'm within. This is currently now over 28 hours of no food. And keep in mind as well, before even starting the fast, I went entirely off of just liquids and non-soluble food the day before. So, quite technically, I could be more into it, but I'm starting it from where I had no food at all, whatsoever, like completely just water at this point, right? So we are a total of 28 hours in, and I would be lying if I said that this time around, and I've done a few fasts before this, longer ones, this is the hardest first day I've had out of all of the fasts up to this point. And I know why. It's because I have been lifting like crazy, nonstop. I have been eating like crazy, nonstop. And I've been pushing my body so hard, and I haven't been even intermittent fasting, anything, that my body is really out of tune and out of whack right now and really trying to figure out what's going on. So... I haven't been hit with technically any crazy pains like food cravings or anything like that or even like the hunger pains they haven't hit at all. I think that'll happen tomorrow or probably the third day, but I did a lot of good things to align myself. So for example, slept in and then as soon as I woke up, went outside, little hoochie daddy shorts, got over 40 minutes of grounding with the sun and then still had so much free time before the first radio show starts or had to commute out to LA. Didn't have to go to the grocery store to buy any of my fruits and vegetables. Didn't have to go to the gym and spend two hours in the gym. So I had a lot of free time. So I went for a skate today, went for a beautiful skate, used a little more energy than I should have. I'm starting to feel that right now and grounded more when I was out there. Took my shirt off, shoes off, planted in this beautiful soccer field, sat there for another 30 minutes. And in total, I spent over three hours outside today and over probably an hour and a half of grounding time. Now, I feel amazing. I can definitely tell my energy level is a little bit lower because of the fact I'm not ingesting fuel. So remember, that's what food is at the end of the day. It's your cycling of fuel. It's the thing that you burn. That's why we go through so many calories and et cetera. That's why we're able to perform so well. So moving forward, I have to be a lot smarter of how I use my time and my energy because if I plan to go for a long period of time with fasting without taking anything, no supplements, no nothing, just straight water, it's going to be tough, tough and tactical. So just an update. First day, I feel okay. No issues. I feel like I could do this for as many more as I want to. And the pull to food, this is what's crazy. When you notice you're not supposed to be doing something or it's out of your range of, I guess you could say like consumption, no pun intended, it starts to stand out more. It's like when they say when your mind's focused on something, you'll never see yellow cars until you start looking for yellow cars and then you see them everywhere or etc. your type of vehicle or whatever it is. I've noticed food a lot more around me now, especially with people, commercials. So still doing well, feeling strong, cleaning the aura and connecting more with myself. I'm very excited to do seven days, if not more, and I'll keep you updated as we go. So now tonight's show, 
I would like to focus more on cleaning myself and helping you guys as well through this adventure of my fast. And you're going to see how I sound along these shows, especially the next seven of these shows. And so I want to kind of fine tune and focus on talking about things related to that as well. And so today I want to talk about something that we are basically using at every waking moment, even when we sleep. The thing I want to talk about today is so heavily invested into so many of the wrong things, we're actually wasting it wistfully, and we're not even taking a second chance to even think about it or a second guess as to why we're doing it. The thing I'd like to talk to you all tonight about is one of the things that is ultimately life force itself and is one of the things that if you do not attune it to the right things or the things that you wish to accomplish or at the very least how you live your life and what's around you, it's going to be taken away from you so fast and you're never even going to understand why. I want to talk tonight about protecting your energy. Energy is one of the most incredible and insequentially most important things that our body has. We are energy. We are vibration. We are frequency. The energy you have in yourself is one of the most precious things in this life. And is one of the things you have to be very cautious of, of using, and especially who you allow to be around you, to take from it, or to also manipulate it, or entirely to suck it from you. It's a crazy thing. And you have to remember, you're limited to the amount of energy you can have. And that's why I wanted to talk about it tonight, too, is because when I stopped eating food and consuming the food I do, which, again, is very good food. I don't eat bad food by any means. I can tell instantly how my energy is shifting. I can tell instantly that now since I'm no longer ingesting any type of fuel, my body is now trying to figure out how it's going to get the energy it needs and how it's going to cycle itself properly. So until I pass the 72-hour mark, it's going to be tough for a while because my body still hasn't gone into full ketosis and hasn't started eating the dead cells, etc., and cleaning my body and shutting the organs off. Everything's still working, but with minimal amount of energy. So it's a tough part to go through. That's why it's one of the most important things for me to focus on my zen within these next few days. Now, the same thing goes with you, and not even talking about fasting anymore, but the fact is your energy is not limitless. I know it sounds fun to say that we think it is, but no matter what you do, the moment your eyes open, you are now using energy. And the only time you can actually recharge it is when you sleep. That is why sleeping is so important. That is why when you go to bed, you really need to hit the stages of REM and get truly into deep sleep. Because if you don't shut your body off completely, if you are not totally disconnected from the flesh, now thrown into the ethereal and ethereal world where your body is lingering above you, your ether ethereal body, you are not going to let your body regenerate itself. That's why I've said it before. Stop eating food before you go to bed. Make sure that you're doing enough exercise to use your body to its limits so you can truly rest properly. That's why I feel people uh, feel really bad for people who have sleep apnea or people who have insomnia or people who have issues just going to sleep in general because their mind runs so fast. Now that is terrifying because again, if you're not recharging your battery, how far do you think you can go? Tesla, the cars, they're based like your body. You have to charge them up to drive. And if you're not revving, I guess you could say at 90% or higher, how far do you really want to go? If you're not letting your body go into deep REM sleep and to recharge itself, if you wake up with only 45% battery, how are you going to get through 100% of the day? And I really mean this when I say this. If you're doing your days right, 
and taking advantage of every single moment that you have while you're awake, and I mean to the fullest, doesn't mean that you have to accomplish some crazy things financially, business-wise, relation. I'm talking about you're truly present in the moment and living it to the fullest, whether it's with friends, family, uh, coworkers, whatever it is, your ambitions. If you're not putting 100% of yourself into every single day, you're wasting your day. And I mean this when I say this, we're very lucky if anybody around us is running at 100% when they wake up. Probably almost nobody. It's the hard truth of the matter. Most people are lucky to get around 80 to 90% of their energy back when they sleep at night. And that's the really sad truth. If you're not recharging your battery, how are you going to have enough to get through the day? That's why you're tired. That's why we trick ourselves and do so many unhealthy things and take these caffeine boosters. Do you know caffeine does not even give you energy? It just blocks the fact that you feel like you're empty. Caffeine does not increase you from 50% battery to 100. It blocks the receptors to make you think you're at 100, but you're only at 50. So as soon as that blocker is gone and now you're down to 30, you're going to get hit like a truck. That's why so many people need it when they wake up. That's why so many people are dependent on these sugary drinks and these terrible foods or these uh, just caffeine boosted things is because they're so low on energy 24 seven and they're never letting their body heal properly. And the worst part is they're putting themselves in so many situations where their energy is getting sapped from them. You need to protect your energy, yo. I don't know how much simpler I can make it. The fact is, Sleep is so important, and I'm going to finish on this point before I even move forward to what even energy is or how it's getting taken from you. Sleep is your best friend. I could argue, as being somebody who is very into fitness, very into working out, very decisive with how much he puts into his body, what he puts out of it, the people he keeps around him, etc. Training. Let's just use working out, for example. The three most important things is working out, eating, and sleeping. And I could argue, sleeping is probably close to number one. Right next to food, gym is number three. Really process that. Most people think that just because I go to the gym and I work my ass off, I'm going to get big. No, no, no. That's not how it works at all. You're more likely to get fatigued than anything else. You really should not be working out that hard if you're not sleeping that good or don't have the energy for it. That's why if you're taking pre-workout or all of these supplements, again, just like caffeine, it blocks your tired level so you think you can get jacked. Sure. Your muscles might start looking crazily good and start blowing up, getting bloated from creatine and all this other stuff, but that'll fade as soon as you stop taking it because it was never real. You never had the ability to gain it because you never were able to recover it. When you sleep, that's when your muscles heal. When you sleep, that's where they grow. You're tearing them in the gym so that you can sleep and regrow them. That's how important it is. It's the same thing with the cycle of my eating right now. I would love nothing more than to bite into a giant apple, but I can't do it. But that'll be the first thing I eat when I break my fast. I love the apple. The apple a day is what keeps the doctor away. The bitten apple is what got Adam and Eve. It's also in the back of our iPhones. There's something important about apples. But anyways, I really think that you need to focus on helping yourself sleep. And I don't think that you have to do things like melatonin or whatever that stuff is. You don't need to take things to help you sleep. You need to heal yourself. Eat better, stop taking sugary shit, processed foods, stop wasting your energy on stupid things, go home, turn off your phone, remove electricity, you can watch a movie if you need to, that's fine, it's further away from you, but you need to lay down and put yourself in an ability to have extra time to fall asleep. If you're not laying down in your bed with about nine hours of time before you need to get up again, you're failing. And I know this sounds very controversial, because probably most of you 
if at all, are lucky to get eight hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep. Most of you probably get five to six. Tell me I'm wrong. You truly need eight to nine hours to recharge your battery. And it sounds fun to say right now, like when people say, oh, sleeping's for the dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Sleep's for the weak. No, sleep's for the strong, you dummy. Anybody that I see pulling all-nighters, barely getting any sleep, not focusing on their ability to heal their body and let their body do its thing when it's shut off, I pity you. I truly pity the fool. Because for some reason, you've let these multimillionaires convince you, if you're not at 6 a.m., out the door at 7, watching the stock at 8, grinding and working till you get home at 12 at midnight, back in bed by 2 to be back up by 6, you're telling me you seriously think getting 6 to 5 to 4 hours of sleep is healthy? You're tripping. You're absolutely insane. I know for myself, when I get a solid 8 hours of sleep and I wake up, my body's still not ready to jump out of bed yet because it's still starting itself up. How can you in your right mind get up with only six hours of sleep and move forward? You're insane. Your energy will never be able to heal itself. So protect your energy. Make sure you focus on getting sleep. Listen to your body, man. If you're at home and you're starting to nod off, lay down. It's telling you it wants to rest. Stop worrying about you're going to miss on stuff. If you have FOMO in this part of your life, I feel for you, man. Imagine worrying about what other people are doing. Imagine that. You need to sleep. This is your guide speaking to you. This is somebody who has figured out how important sleep is. And trust me, I cannot wait to finish this show tonight. Because especially since I'm fasting, I'm ready to lay down and get some Z's. My body needs to do its thing, man. It really does. So that's one important thing. If you're not able to regenerate your energy that is being sucked out just by doing anything you do, every waking moment you're moving, you're using energy. If you're sitting in bed looking at your phone, that's energy. If you're watching shows, that's energy. If you're talking to people, that's energy. If you're moving, that's energy. Driving, that's energy. Any moment your eyes are awake and you're conscious, sentient, not really sentient, we'll just use aware because most people aren't even conscious. When your eyes are open and you're aware, you're using energy. Until you close them and you are no longer present, that's when you stop using energy. And unfortunately, again, a lot of people eat and do dumb shit before they even knock out, so they still use some more energy while they're still even trying to sleep and regenerate their energy. Energy is all around us. You are energy. The things that you keep close to you will also be a trick, like a tr uh, trick code, you could say, like a little bit of a treat to you. It'll trick your body into healing itself and relaxing. That's why it's very important to worry about the company you keep and the people that are around you. Because if you're somebody who is not very prevalent and focused on what's around you and you keep a lot of negative people, complaining people, gossiping people, low energy people who have nothing good to say, they just come around to just waste your time, you're losing more energy than you should. Good people around you is like going to one of your favorite restaurants. How are you comfortable eating fast food every night instead of waiting to eat that really good food that you love and you adore? If you're somebody, again, that's good with getting by with that, by all means, I'm probably way over your head by now. But you really need to reserve your energy and the people around you. I think it's time to focus on your circle. Myself, my circle is so tight, ain't nobody getting in that. It's small as shit. There's no need for anybody else. Why? My energy is so devised and comprised into the things I do and what I love. I have to use so much energy right now wisely because I'm not eating anything. Do you know how hard it is now to obtain more energy? Food is a big part of energy as well. When you eat certain things that energize your body and give you the minerals and values you need, 
That's why you won't get sick. That's why you'll be able to be so pumped in the gym. That's why you'll be able to be so focused and mentally cognitive and abilities to have your focal point of interest. No fog, no nothing, because your body is focused and prevalent with energy. It's that simple. Really watch the people around you. Pay attention to their energy, too. It's really not hard to spot somebody who's an energy sapper. And I really mean that. I have multiple people around me at work, different places I go to. I know who they are, and I'm cautious. I don't invest much into them. Because the more you put into them, it takes energy. Everything you think is energy. When you're stuck on a topic about something, it's energy. I'm at the spot right now where while I'm cleansing myself in this fast, I'm removing things that are taking my energy that shouldn't be taking from me. That's people, that's thoughts, that's ideas. Anything outside of my vision and goals is a waste of energy. And you should really be focused on that too because I'm about to hit you with something that's going to smack the living crap out of you. Your life is so brief, why are you wasting it? You're not going to be alive forever. You're literally here for a blink of an eye. And you're going to waste energy on things that aren't of value. You're going to sit in situations that are sapping your energy and not building it because you think you have to. Where are these requirements? Where are these regulations? And where are these rules? Oh, they're inside of you, your own morals and values. Interesting. Who set those there? Were they yours? Were they from other people who overvalued their own energy as well? If you have good people in your life that are truly good for your soul, friends, family, whatever it is, keep them close and give them energy because they give you energy as well. It's the equaling matching. We talked about this before. You have to be very focused on where your energy goes and it's going to take so much from you. That's why like even scrolling through social media, I don't do it. It's a waste of time. This fast, I've stopped using my phone because guess what? That's energy. Right now, I'm focused so much of my energy on healing my innards and my outards and my aura because my aura can have its own little field around it and that can get damaged over time as well. That's how you remove spells on you that people have casted unknowingly. Words have power. Watch what you say. Even me speaking right now, this last thing I'm doing before I go to bed at the end of the night takes so much energy out of me because I'm putting my heart and soul into this for you. This isn't even me like we've talked before. I'm giving you so much of me in a time where I have less of me. Really think about how much I value you then. I could have easily stopped doing this show for a week. I have no one to answer to. I'm not making money off this. I could easily have said, no, I don't want this because this takes away from what I'm trying to do. But I know this is important to me. And I know it's important to you. I know this helps people. And I know this does a lot, more than I would ever have fathomed before. And I need to leave a lot here before I leave. Your energy is precious. Treat it like it's the most valuable thing in the world. When someone blows you up just to waste your, their time, don't waste your energy. Energy is more important than your time because you only get so much of it. I know we've talked about time and I said you're only here for a short amount of time. You understand what I'm saying though. And you're starting to understand these teachings, these notions of what I'm trying to portray to you. Your energy is the essence of life itself. Your energy is so important. It's who you are. It's what you vibrate at. It's what keeps you alive. Your energy is the essence of your formalities. That's why you eat food is to feed your energy, to feed your soul. It's a reflection of you. Do not let anybody come into it and take your energy. I've had to learn this lesson so many times. 
And I'm still not figuring it totally out yet. That's why I'm still here. I'm willingly giving it to things that don't need it. Don't look at people's stories. You're not missing anything. Stop checking in on people that don't care about you. It's not worth it. Stop wondering what this person's doing if they're not in your life. If you're thinking about somebody and it's not reciprocated, why are you wasting your time and energy? You know what you must do. I'm here to give you the barren of bad news. If they wanted you, they would make it known. If they wanted to be in your life, they would not let you slide by. If you chose to pull away, they would ask what happened. Don't waste your energy. Do you. Okay? Things will come in line and will follow you if it's meant to. Or ride alongside with you or help you if they need to. This is not to say that you're some main character. That you're above other people. You know what this means. And I can only say this as deep as I can for you. Your energy is precious. Your energy is so powerful. We literally have energy plants and farms. These stadiums and these coliseums people go to watch these games. You think it's just a fun brainless activity of watching some people play a sport? No, it's an energy harvester. They harvest your energy. Didn't you watch Monsters, Inc.? Have you never seen that movie? Disney or Pixar, whatever it is. Do you know what they do in Disney's, uh, in Monsters, Inc.? They literally suck the energy out of kids. They suck it. It's powerful. Brings life into things. Gosh, man. I truly believe, and this is something that's my own thoughts, I think we're in an energy farm. If you really want me to be real. An energy frequency spiritual farm. Where we're all placed here to do dumb shit that they throw so much fear and panicked and distressed because they love that energy. And it's powerful for them. But the most powerful one is love. Calm. Just nothing but empathy and compassion. Love is the highest form of it. And they convince you it isn't. That's why they love to get you dra dramatic, dramatized, caught into situations you know you shouldn't be in. Wasting your time and effort thinking about too many things rather than focusing on yourself. You know what you need to do. And you'll know when the people come into your life that help feed that passion. Don't waste a moment of your time on people who would not reciprocate that energy to you. How do you figure this out, right? Like, I'm speaking so highly right now. You're probably still figuring, how is energy? Like, Alex, really just break this down even smaller for me. What is energy at its core? It's life. It's your essence. It's God. I know it to be God. When you look up at the sun and sun gaze, that's God's energy. That's creation. Because without the sun, nothing would exist. That's literally energy of life. You have the same energy in you. That is what it is to be energized, to be alive, and to live, and to truly be at your best you can possibly be. But it's impossible if you're not attuned in knowing what's around you and what's taking from it. You have to protect your energy. It's going to suck to let people go, I'm sure. But you're not really letting them go if they're not meant to be there. Does that make sense? If I leased a car and I know I have to return it in two years, why would I be upset if I chose not to buy it? If I'm in an apartment and I'm paying to rent it and I know I'm never going to own it, why would I be upset that eventually I have to leave? Why are you so confined to believing you need people in your life? You really don't have that value for your energy yet, do you? Do you know the best place to return the energy is in yourself? And that's the only place it'll ever be truly valued. That's why I've decided to do so many things in my life moving forward that's with less people. 
Why would I waste my time and effort and my energy? Why am I going to go out of my way to do things with people who will drop you instantly? And I mean this when I say this. You really think people in this life are for you? I'm sorry to tell you, you're the only one in this life that's for you. Quite literally, the only one. People can change on you on a dime. And you, most of the time, might not even do anything when it happens. And you're going to invest all that energy into those people who don't reciprocate it, huh? Interesting. You really need to protect your energy. To do this, you've got to start disconnecting from things that suck at your energy. Technology is one of the strongest things. I highly recommend all of you look into Shungite. It's from Russia. It's a powerful, you could almost say mineral, that basically neutralizes and negates radioactive waves from your phone, technology, etc. It's powerful. I have Shungite all around my house, and it's very interesting how much it helps me. Another thing that takes away from your energy is even things you cannot see. Now, this is kind of deep. There are entities, spirits, whatever else is out there that I can't even give you a describable word for them. We'll just use them as entities, right? Bible, other things talk about it. It's not just demons. These are things that are outside of our comprehension because we are so limited in this little place that we are stuck within. These things thrive off of your energy. These things love it. Do you know where they like to wait? In big cities, in giant gatherings, events, places of traveling, all this stuff. They love it. And they will find people who radiate at a higher level and become like a leech and just suck off of you and suck from you your energy. And the scariest part is, if we were able to see truly everything around us, we would probably freak out because of how much is out there that we are never even taught or told about. Energy-sucking things, they call them like vampires, energy vampires, they're real. Sometimes they're as simple as just people in your life that want to suck it from you because they see how much you have, they know how high of a frequency you're at, they know what level you're on, and they're going to keep themselves around there as long as possible. It's up to you to stop that. You got to pull up the garlic and push the vampire away. I don't know how they're way to tell you that. These people are not good for you. These entities are trying to take from you. You can choose to not believe me all you want. Tell me you don't enter into a room and feel weird for no reason. Tell me you don't go to a place and something just feels off. Tell me you don't just come home sometimes and feel like you're completely drained. And unless you do the due diligence to sit down and reflect and go through everything that just transpired, you will never be able to see exactly what's going on. You'll never figure out the problem and never really fathom the fact that your energy is sacred. So be careful who you give that to. Isn't it funny how we talked about sex? And it stands for SEX, Sacred Energy Exchange? Interesting. So you're telling me I can even pass my energy through sexual intercourse? Uh, yeah. That's one of the most powerful ways to do it. Why do you think they've watered it down? Why do you think it's for free, all online? Why do you think girls that are just attractive, that are over 18, can make an OnlyFans account and get pounded by whoever they want, do whatever they want to themselves, to suck your energy and money out of you? How is it f so interesting now that it's this hookup culture is just totally acceptable? Go live your life. Woo! 21! Do something for me. You can pounce on my ops next for me. Dude, what? You really don't value yourself, do you? You really are just so willing. If you're this willing to give up your energy, do you mind just sending it my way, please? Just before you go to bed, think of me. Say my name and just send it my way. Because if you're this willing to give up something that's so sacred to you 
and something that's so unique only to you and the only thing that you truly can give unconditionally, that's incredible to me. That is honestly wild that you are so willing to let anybody take it from you. Your energy is precious. That's why you have to focus on who you give it to and what you obtain with, especially from the factor I've told you a plethora of things already, how important it is to sleep, to recharge your energy, how important it is to watch what you eat, to ingest things that help your energy, how important it is for the people around you that will take from your energy. And now another big one too, your job. Now, I know they figured us all out and convinced us we all need money, something that is worthless to live and to pay for things. So they make you exchange your life force and your energy for a job. Now, I'm going to say this in the most sad way possible. There are so many people around us who have willingly given up their energy for something that is of no value to them just for a paycheck. How sad does that sound? And what's even wilder is the people that will retaliate against that or try to dismay me or argue are the ones who made the choices and don't realize that we all make choices and we all have choices in life and you chose to do the things that you're doing. Nobody forced you. You made those decisions. Well, I have a family and two kids. Yeah, you chose to have that. Nobody forced you. Well, I'm in debt. I have to. You chose to spend that money. Nobody told you. Oh, it's not fair. I was born into this. You chose to not change your situation. You use it as a bad thing. There's two people on the side of the street. One's a homeless alcoholic. The other one is a Fortune 500 businessman. And they both had the same parents. Interesting. One used it as the victim mentality, took it negatively, and destroyed their life. The other one motivated him and said, I'm going to break this curse and this chain that my family is in. Both same issues, both same trauma. Funny how one uses it the other way and the other one does too. You can sit here and tell me until your face is blue, man, that you're not a victim. You, These things happen to you. It's the world. It wants to see you fail. Well, you're not wrong. That's why it's a video game. That's why this entire simulation is waiting for a select few people to escape themselves and then this realm of reality. That's why fasting is so rare. Who's going to give up food? The mere thing that keeps you going. You're telling me you're giving up your only nutritional intake that can feed the body? Yep. For how long? As long as I can. You're crazy. You'll die. No, I won't. I'm escaping because I know how valuable my energy is. What do you mean you're celibate? You don't just have sex with random women. Why would I? Who are they? You're telling me a quick sexual pleasure is all you wish to obtain in this life? I pity you. That's sad to be stuck in a physical manner of life. That must be hell. Can't imagine it. Why would you give up something so willingly to somebody who is nothing to you? You know what I'd rather have? Holding the person I love dearly in my arms and just having our foreheads touch one another as we slowly fall asleep in each other's arms. That sounds heavenly. And I don't even need to do anything outside of that because the presence is felt and the energy is being exchanged. Be very cautious and courteous of what you do with your energy, especially the people you allow close to it. You're meant to be a higher frequency being, but you can't get out of your body. You're trapped within it. That's why this energy is so over-consuming and you're now not only not able to regenerate it fast enough, but you're overspending it. 
If anybody out there is spending more than they make, how long is that going to last? Truthfully, how far is that going to take you? You have to focus on how important this is. And everything takes energy. I can feel myself now feeling lighter just because I have nothing in me for over a day and I'm spending so much of it with you now. And I cherish this because I know how valuable it is. So think about that from a grander concept. The entirety of this whole show was to tell you, be careful of where you put your energy and be very focused on how you use it because it accumulates over time. And there is a bank account out there and every moment you're spending your energy on something that proactively pushes you forward within your life, I'm talking about working hard every single day, putting everything you have into what you love every single moment. And you are constantly depositing hard work into that bank account, using that energy into a greater concept of yourself, it will come back to you tenfold. But so will not using it the right way. So will giving it to the wrong people. So will spending it frugally. You see how important this is, right? Everything that comes back to us is very important. Because everything that we are is what we will be. So be very cautious of how you use it and the people you give it to. Sometimes it's going to make you rethink your entirety of your family, your best friends, your significant others, your coworkers, your working environments. Think about the city that you live in. If you live in a compacted area, freeways, buildings, Los Angeles, New York, any of these places that are so overpacked with people, that is so much energy being sucked out of you just from being in that atmosphere. I'm telling you, there's a reason why people go to like, I don't know what the place is, like Utah or whatever it is, the, the Mile High City, whatever it is, right? When you're at a higher altitude, it is super hard to breathe oxygen. I'm talking about you'll feel like you're passing out because of how thin and fine-tuned it is, right? That's the same thing. In these massive, overpopulated cities, areas, apartment complexes, condos, whatever it is, when you're in those environments and you're not attuned, you're not healthy, you don't exercise, you don't focus on yourself, it's going to weigh you down so much. There's a reason why city people are not good people. There's a reason why city people are almost further away from the truth than anybody else out there. And then when you go to rural places where it's like small towns or people living on their own off the land, etc., small town vibe, those people seem to get it. And they try to convince you it's the other way. Oh, rural Texas, answer never 75, I'm Jimbo in the back of my not. No, it's not like that. If you go to the right places and talk to the right people who know what's going on, they seem happier. They seem lighter. They seem more full of life and more vibrant because it's not being sucked out of them by just merely being in that atmosphere. That's why going into nature is so powerful and grounding. That recharges your battery. I'm telling you, when you really start seeing all of these recent shows I've been doing, they are like a catalog to the best way of you living life. They are literally secret coatings that stack on one of another to build the perfect puzzle piece. I'm literally giving you a piece every night to build this beautiful mosaic with the secrets of essence of everything in our reality and the existence itself within it. I'm giving you the founding blocks to live a good life. You just need to want it for yourself. And also, you need to stop being so damn comfortable with the stuff you're doing. If you're somebody who is so comfortable being in a bad energy environment, or just in something you believe that can be better, I can fix it. I can help. I can save them. You're not save a hoe. 
save a dude, save a girl, stop it. You can only save yourself in this life. The only person you can save is yourself. I'm going to rewrite the whole concept of relationships once I have that partner in life because it'll be my reflection. She will be me as a counterintuitive. There's no dating. There's no girlfriend, boyfriend. That's meaningless, low-energy concepts. We're not wasting each other's time. I'm not here to save you. I'm here to help you. That's the difference. You have to show me, though, the yearning to want it. If you don't tell me you're hungry, I'm not cooking you food. Don't think like that's how this works. When you know what you need to be doing, it's aligned and we're attuned and we know what we must do. Your energy is sacred. Hone in on it. Meditate. Practice discernment more and realizing who's around you and what they're trying to take from you. And the most important part about energy as a whole, it's who you are at your deepest core. Give it to those who truly deserve it. There are people you'll come by where it's okay to give them a little extra. You can reach out to somebody that you know is kind of hurting and raise their energy just a little bit. But be careful because people will get so used to it, they will try to manipulate it and take it. You can't be somebody's backbone. You have to be their helper. Their partner in crime. That's what it is. I feel for so many couples out there too. So many couples I see, it's never an equal balance of exchange of energy. It's always lopsided, 100% of the time. There's not a single couple I've run into that it's actually equal. They don't need to say shit anymore. They know. They, they, they just know they're a reflection. They've become one. Nobody wants to be one anymore. We're all just comfortable being ourselves and then finding somebody who compliments us. Yes, this is my, this is my boyfriend. His name's Daryl. He's such a good guy but he has things to work on. Really? Is he working on them? No, but you know, I'm trying to motivate him. Why? Are you his tutor, his teacher? Are you paid to? No, but that's my job as his partner. Is it? Is it really? Well, yeah. What, what else am I here for then? You tell me, because apparently you have this figured out. That's not your job. You have to protect your energy, and if they're not seeing that or helping you or protecting their own, what are you doing? Really focus in on the prevalent of how focused you need to be in this life. Because your energy is failing. Your energy is lowering. And by gosh almighty, from somebody who has literally the lowest amount of energy for this next week, kind of crazy how I'm coming harder and more, you could say, stronger than I should be. You're worth it. And I know my energy goes to a good place with you. So don't be scared to really disconnect from things that are taking from your energy. Don't be scared to rethink the fabrications of what it means to be an energetic being and to focus in on that and to really meditate, to eat good food, to be by yourself more. Go out in nature by yourself. It'll jazz you up, man. Like truly, if you go by yourself and just sit outside for a bit, you're going to change your perspective real quick, man. I have a hard time believing you'll be depressed. So I just had to rant for a little bit on that. Protecting your energy is very important, and I'm going to do that starting today, even more prevalent than ever before. People will come and try to hide in disguise. Things around you are slowly taking it away without you even seeing it. And the worst part is, you only have so much to give. So please give some to yourself. Use some of that energy on somebody who needs it the most, which is you. That's going to reciprocate it, and thank you down the line. 
but you didn't waste it on people who were not worth your time. So if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love. Love.